Welcome to House of Palastri. If your name is Oksana and you enjoy throwing dung across an open paddock, you've come to the right place. With me, co-hosting the podcast, is none other than Alyssa. We are thrilled to have you with us as we discuss Reverend Villanelle, look at my blonde wig, Eve Palastri, and everything in between throughout Killing Eve Season 4. Hello, and welcome to House of Palastri. <laughs> um, I didn't expect that hello to come out in such a, a, a way that sounded like I was in pure despair, but I am, and... So is my co-host, Alyssa. I will not speak for her, however, considering our text messages and voice clips over the last few days. I would assume that we feel quite similarly on this past episode, and that is, uh, uh, well, um, Alyssa, uh, would you like to... Oh, I'm Francis, by the way. I don't know if I introduced myself. You probably know who I am by now. This is going to be a mess. Just be prepared. (laughs) Do not expect any type of structure or anything from this podcast. We are in... Our feels. There are feelings happening right now. Alyssa, are you okay? I am surprisingly okay, but it's because I've been in a rage blackout for three days now. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> <laughs> I, I said to you, Francis, that I had to rewatch the episode before our pod because I had blacked out entire portions of it. And I was like, I'm not oh. going to be able to talk about it. But um, look, uh, Look, it's yeah. the The pod today is going to be a hot mess because um, I I would like to declare a moment of silence because um, killing Eve is dead. The death of killing <laughs> Eve. No, no, no. I mean, oh, look. Yes. Who knows at this point? Laura, do you have a plan? Yeah, do you? Okay, I had to get that out. <laughs> yes, I'm putting an SOS out there. I'm lost at sea, Laura. What is going on? But really. Can you tell us if you have a plan? Do you have a stinking plan? Do you have one or not? We have three episodes now, and that is not enough time. That is um, 40 minutes of three mm-hmm. episodes, and that's, like, not cool, basically. Um, I'm happy for us to change the pod name again, just quietly. I hate you with a passion, with a burning goddamn passion. And um, actually, uh, the only character that I love is Villanelle, because... <laughs> Villanelle has just been left to the wayside once again. She's the only we, pure character in this we'll show. We'll call it end. House of Oksana. Yes. I I just... Okay, here's, here's the thing, all right? Let me start with my first grievance. And I was actually... I made myself this, like... Sorry if this sounds all da-da-da, but I made myself this really beautiful um, turmeric cinnamon latte today and it was just lovely Ooh! i was sitting down i was eating a very lovely piece of banana bread with some butter on top and it was nice melted it was just beautiful it was a lovely moment and you were thinking but i was thinking about killing banana bread (laughs) i didn't even get to enjoy it and let me tell you why okay because i was thinking about the episode five legacy okay can someone please tell me what has happened to the episode five legacy the episode five legacy there's no episode has now it is dead it is r.i.p okay because it is no longer okay. I, I, some people said ap- the episode five legacy died in season three. And the are you from Pinner? Some people didn't like that episode. That's fine, okay. But at least it was about Villanelle. Mm-hmm. What has happened? We have dedicated the episode five, the episode five to the twelve. What happened? What did we do wrong to deserve this? A 
as a fan, what have we done? We love too hard. That's what we did wrong. <sighs> it is just like, I, I don't even know, Alyssa, I, I don't even know. It certainly isn't um, what I expected from episode five. Um, you know, I feel like the, the last pod, we were a bit, um, we were a bit dejected. We were a bit confused. We were, um, talking about the threads that were dangling over boiling water, but we still had we hope. Did. And, and we, <laughs> and we, we hinged it all on this did. episode and you know what? It did no. not deliver. It was, um. It was a ho- horseshit. Okay? W- it was horseshit. This episode. It was horseshit. There were a few saying that there were things I liked about it, but at in the whole horseshit. Because you mention this in every pod. Do you care about the twelve yet? I don't give a shit about the twelve. I've never cared less. Preachers this. Okay? Never cared less. I care less more now with this stupid episode than I did. I was falling asleep. Well, I wasn't actually falling asleep, but I was falling asleep in rage. I was like falling <laughs> into my rage. <laughs> I just, I don't, I, I don't, I don't. Okay, here's, here's It feels the... like, it feels like this is the moment when Killing Eve, I, I don't know if can recover from. And I'm really sad about it as well because, like, mm. I'm angry and I'm sad because, like you and I have said over the last three days, we've, we've been very upset and very angry, like, interspersing <laughs> feelings in between <laughs> us. And the thing is, like, what it comes down to is we love this show, which is full of strong women. Sorry, a car with like really loud pump and music just went by, and I was like momentarily <laughs> distracted. I was like, "Excuse me, I'm in the middle of a podcast." Um, yes, it's a, like you know, in its peak, in its goddamn peak, the first two seasons, like it is just snappy writing and great characters and like it, really yeah. cool. Very you know, hard to storylines. Yeah. Hard to mm-hmm. fault the first season. Season three is when I think the quality drops, uh, and then mm-hmm. season four. Look, you and I have both said Laura had an unwinnable war with this season. However, she she's made some missteps. Like, and the biggest thing is that if even Villanelle weren't mad at each other at the start of the season, which made no sense, we probably wouldn't be in this weird like place where it feels like nothing's happened between them they're still angry at each other and they're still apart i don't know whatever like i i want to make this really i want to make this really clear right Mm. you know you and i i think that we are generally quite like because we enjoy writing Mm -hmm. we tend to we, we can criticize quite deeply but we also are careful to make sure that what we're criticizing makes sense to criticize mm-hmm. i i have tried really hard to find good from this episode in terms of like plot direction characterization <laughs> whatever it may be okay what I, plot direction exactly what there is nothing right <laughs> so like you know so when i'm calling this episode horseshit and when you're saying these things it's coming from a place of like we have tried to find the We good love this in, show. Like, we don't like, want to we call believe it more for it. We don't we don't want to sit here and say that there's nothing good to come from this episode. Mm-hmm. But that is where we are because mm-hmm. like from the second that this episode opened and it said 1979. First of all, why is 1979 black and white? Stop. Like, like can you know, I just it's say- 1979. 
Yeah, okay, so this is a good segue to talk about the first scene seven months oh. in. Yes. Um, yes, it's like this black and white thing, and I'm really annoyed because I theorised it was actually about Villanelle's past in the orphanage, oh, yes. which I actually think that would have made more sense because it still would have led us to gun, but anyway, it mm. wouldn't have been this like obvious, like you know, pivot of an episode where Constantine gives her this exactly the same thing as he does to Eve in episode one. He gives her a name on a piece of paper. And she's like staring at it. Anyway. Um, yes. The, the flashbacks in black and white. And that's so clunky. Like mm. I was, um, have you ever seen the TV show Dark on Netflix? It's a German show. Uh, yes. I've seen a few episodes, I believe. Yeah. I haven't watched, well, the, they... I haven't watched the whole thing, but I have seen a few episodes. Yeah. yeah. Well, they do flashbacks amazingly. For one thing, mm-hmm. they like, have them in like regular same old color mm-hmm. but like a lot of the times they like put the characters side by side so it's a young character and the old character mm-hmm. and yeah like legitimately it works really well like it's not this weird clunky like super obvious flashback that they're trying to show us this information we don't even really yeah. need why are we looking at a character who kind of looks like I... carolyn but looks more like dasha i think well it looked like what's her name Gemma whelan um oh um, okay yeah 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 I it looked like yeah her. but like the thing that i don't <coughs> sorry the thing that i don't get is like okay well there's so many things i don't get but like the primary thing that i don't get is like how is this information either how has it not been achieved yet we already knew that carolyn had like a strong hand and whatever was going on with the 12 and constantine why do we need a flashback? We haven't even had a flashback about Eve. We don't even know anything about Eve. And yeah. here we are. I've, I've, I've spent two fucking seasons watching Carolyn backstory. Is that what killing Eve is? Carolyn? Carolyn? Killing Car- Carolyn? <laughs> it, it could be, actually, after this episode. Like, what? I, I just, I don't, I didn't ask for this. And she's a brilliant actress, right? She has her place in this show. Mm-hmm. But it is to support. She is a supporting. She has a supporting role, right? Not the main role. And I feel like we have seen so much Carolyn backstory in the last two seasons, more than Villanelle, more than Eve. How did we get here? In in the words of Haley from Paramore, how did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I used to know you so well. Uh, Decode. You do remember that's a Twilight song. You were a Twilight fan. You were a Twihard. How do you not know? Oh, yeah, when I was 19, definitely. (laughs) Back in Le Day. Um, Yes, Le Day, when I would steal library books. But really, how did we, how did we get here? That is my question. How did we get here? Because I don't know Killing Eve anymore. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I'm done. I No, I'm not done. I'm continuing to put my cloud makeup on and watch the rest of the show. <laughs> I am done with pretending like there is any hope left. There is My hopes have been thrown into the bin. They're in the bin and they're going to the the, the garbage They're heap. being lit on fire. <laughs> they're being, they are just, they're, they're, they're done. I, it's all, it's, I don't know. Alyssa, please talk because I need to breathe. <laughs> I feel for you. This is hard. It's, it's hard for all of us. It's, it's hard for every fan to stomach this so close to the end of a series, not even the season, the series. Um, yeah, like, 
it's it's hard because like I do think that Suzanne led it to some place that didn't really make sense and you and I kind of said oh they obviously haven't had a plan for the 12 at all through the series but I knew this was going to happen I knew that they were going to explain it or clarify it at some stage I just think it should have been done over two seasons why this should have been done at what? season three why well why do they need to explain the 12 and this is like okay do you care do you really deep down do you want to know anything about the 12 deep down <laughs> I mean, deep down, I'm, yeah, I'm here for Eva Philadelphia, <laughs> obviously, but <laughs> because I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone is like, oh, please, backstory, black and white about the twelve for an episode. Oh, like, no one asked for that. Like, yeah. I, I feel like, okay, I look, yes, that in some ways you want it to make sense if it affects the main characters. The problem that I have, and I, I texted this to you yesterday, is that the twelve is a MacGuffin. Okay. And they were rose to prominence for some reason in season three. It doesn't make any sense. You can't then make them more relevant. You have to draw it away again in order to have a satisfying mm. ending. So Laura's job should have been to take the show back to center. And yes, the 12 had been spoken about, whatever. You are better off taking it back to center, maintaining some mystery about the 12, and then touching on it in bits and pieces while it affects Eve and Villanelle. Not this whole deviation from Eve and Villanelle mm. for the last... It shouldn't have been made a major plot It does, point. but it's it, that's the whole thing. It's not. It's like, it's like you know, it's like if, if Harry Potter was no longer about Harry and Voldemort and all of a sudden the central plot point was Hermione and Ron's romance. Like, that is what they've done. They've taken a subplot and they've pushed it to the front and no one's here for it. Like, I, I'm, you know, don't... If something has always existed in this space, why are you then force-feeding us this bullshit? I don't get it. Mm. Like, it doesn't... It is so aggravating to me. Like, I, I'm sorry that I'm getting heated here on the pod. I am sorry, listeners. Getting heated? I'm getting heated. I'm getting very, very angry. But it's because I can't make sense of this direction. It is completely deviating from the show's purpose. It is not about the main characters. It's not about anything that we mm. care about. And even if you want to make sense of the 12, you are capable of doing that while honouring the whole plot of the show, which is even Villanelle. That's it. Like, what the fuck is this? What are, what are we watching? What is this bullshit? What is this black and white? Why? 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 I don't get it. I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm sorry, Alyssa. I'm, I, I, I'm trying, I'm trying my best to be like, okay, Laura, I get that you needed to explain the 12, but I, st- I even so, I'm like, season three has been completely disregarded anyway. She's thrown the bridge and the dance in the bin. So you may as well throw it all in the bin and just go, well, we're going to return to even Villanelle's story and we'll touch on the 12 and then we'll do whatever. How the, how the fuck do we get here? Like, what? I, I, are they punishing the fans? Like, are, <laughs> it feels are like it. Punishing- <laughs> yeah i think like i think i have like a bit more of a like nuanced view of it like i too hate all the stuff about the 12 and it was ridiculous that they spent like two quarters of the episode on them i think like i think i'm just trying to like think of a greater 
purpose. Plan here. But purpose. I don't know if there is but one. What did you say? I don't know if there can be one now. What did you say when the but... pod started? Do you have a plan? <laughs> yeah, do you? That is the question. Nah, it's it's so hard because like I mean yeah, I do get that she felt like she had to explain it. Mm-hmm. But the way that they have gone about it is completely wrong and it makes no sense whatsoever. Like what yeah, why why did I have to watch like a shitty like few scenes where like oh, where they know. where they were like trashing the house and it made no sense. So yeah, were, like, like you know uh, like I feel like haven't all these things like already been touched on? Like that's an another thing. We watched a lot of this stuff already unfold and it's not like there's some mm. big reveal. It's not like it was some I mean we've big... never seen that Caroline Carolyn is confirmed. Yeah but I don't think she's a member of the twelve, but we've never seen that confirmed. Yeah, but like I, I, great. What does it matter? I like, know. What does it matter? Yeah. You know, who yeah. is here for a twelve spinoff? Is that what's going on? Are we, we going to see it? <laughs> I hope not. Can you imagine. Nah, that's not what's and going on. I. Uh... Um, yeah. Well, like, look, Villanelle says in season one, episode five. I think if you look up high enough, you'd. Look, think that we're working you'd realize we're working for the same people or something and that is a connection here that's a very loose connection mm. but it is a connection but that's not like that's not the quote that i remember the quotes that i remember are like smell me eat the quotes that i remember like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the quotes that i remember are okay. like yeah will you give me everything i want i'm not sitting there going oh remember that time <laughs> when villanelle brought up the 12 and like i i just think okay i get like ideally ideally we would have all plot points sorted right now we the 12 would make sense they could tie Mm. everything up in a nice neat little bow okay ideally we're not there we weren't there since actually we haven't been there since season one because they didn't give the 12 enough meat even in season one so then you you throw on to season two they don't do anything with it in season two and then roll on to season three and they try to make the 12 relevant it feels like force fed then you roll on to season four it's like all about the 12 and it's like mm. and why to be honest we should still be approaching it from like a kenny point of view yeah give like it from a point of view where it's like because eve's like gotten about kenny hasn't she she didn't give a shit about him anymore yeah it's like why that was the whole reason she was after like, him what's her motivation uh, who knows her motivation should be villanelle her motivate her her motive her motivation <laughs> should be that Villanelle is in danger. That is where I thought it was going, and now it's like, you know, we're here, and everything hurts. I I everything hurts, and I'm dying. Yeah. I just like I didn't need I didn't need this whole season, okay, to be just chocked full. I mean, I would have loved it, chocked full of even villanelle scenes and no recognition of any other plots i I get that that you need to touch on other plots i get that it's not just going to be an even villanelle masterpiece right but when you are going to touch on these other plots you have to make it like easy enough to digest you like it's a okay it's a continuity issue right because Mm -hmm. if you are going to say my show is about a and b which is Eve and Villanelle and their relationship. That is the plot. That is the center. 
of our show, the very core of it, you can't then take out the core partially in season three and all like pretty much all of it in season four. Like then the show's something else. I'm not watching the show that mm. I signed up for. The show that I signed up for was Killing Eve. Instead, I am watching The Twelve. And <laughs> I don't want to watch The Twelve. <laughs> Killing Eve and the Adventures of The yeah. Twelve. It just... It's... Yeah, it's, like, it's it's really, like, it's hard to stomach because, like, it, it seems like there was no plan from the start, which... It's fair because you're right. This is a show primarily. Season one was the the cat and mouse chase, and the twelve was kind of like this, you know, part of Villanelle that she gradually found out more about as the season progressed. But it was never about them. It was always about mm. Villanelle and Eve. I just feel like, in terms of her feeling like she she's wrapping it up, I can see why she's gone this route. But I don't think it worked. Yeah. Like this is a problem that a lot of shows have um, when it's coming approaching the end of their series, especially in this case where yeah. it, you know they've changed yeah. hands and writers over seasons. The problem here is a lack of planning, and it means that at season four nobody knows who the twelve are, and that is a problem. Like it's a part of even Villanelle. But, but, it's not the main story, of course, but an unexplained ending also brings down the show's credibility. If you want your audience to care about the twelve, you have to emotionally involve them by putting people in that plot point to make them care. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. do not care enough about Carolyn on her own or even Kenny to really care, right? Mm. You have to put even Villanelle in in the center of this shamozzle. You can't like have them like it Yeah, it's really bizarre it, to it be is honest. the most like disconnected confusing storytelling like even with game of thrones right hated that shit at the end but at least it was still like okay this is like the one thing i'm going to give them okay okay. (laughs) it was the most awful story ever okay but at least daenerys was still like a main character okay how the fuck Mm. How the fuck can you make Villanelle a su- like a, a, a supporting character all of a sudden? She's barely on anymore. She's doing mm. shit all. How do we get here? And then Eve is acting weird still. Her character has been assassinated and like <sighs> she, consistently she's been making stupid decisions this whole season. But like this was the episode where they just took it to a ridiculous point and... Yeah, like the whole child abduction plot point. Oh Who my approved that? God, honestly, I forgot about that. Like, yeah, honestly, like you're mad about the twelve. I'm mad about Eve. Like, I don't know how anyone got through that without rolling their eyes. How do you go from kissing Helen one second to all of a sudden abducting the kid? I don't understand. Exactly, like, it's another one eighty. Passage of time. Does anyone the know passage it? Of time Does is... anyone know it? Not me. Not you. Not anyone, okay? No one knows the so, passage of time. are we supposed to understand... Are we supposed to, like, think that Eve saw Chloe at a tennis practice and then just took her. in Paris? And then just took her back to London? And then... Was she even what, in London? I don't even know where anyone is anymore. I... I, I, I <laughs> uh, well, they showed the hotel room, so I think... Chloe was in the hotel room, so I think that <gasps> is London. Okay. Yeah, it's just, like... 
It's elementary. It's completely elementary shit. And like, so if you think about season one, Eve, mm. where she was like talking to Nico that time and she was just like, I know exactly what I would do to you, to your body. Like if I killed mm-hmm. you, I would put you in a blender and I'd flush you down. Whatever it is she said. Yeah. Super inventive. You're trying to tell me that's the same thing. Exactly. She's supposed to have grown more skills since exactly. then. Exactly. Like, it's just so stupid. Like, like, you are making your audience question Eve's, like, reputability, her 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 mm-hmm. brain, her intelligence, all of it. Yeah, like, her intelligence. You're making yeah. them question it, and it's stupid, because Eve, like, mm-hmm. <sighs> realistically, Eve at the moment, okay, as a character, for us to feel fulfilled, she has to move forward and progress, okay? Mm-hmm. She still hasn't, she's completely denied every aspect of herself, okay? She may have embraced the Dark Eve thing, but has she acknowledged, A, that she's a queer woman? Maybe, in the last episode, but it took us so fucking long to get here. And even then, that's not even a confirmation. She could just be doing that to, you know, God knows. Well, she was having sex with a, sh- a man. Exactly. Three exactly. Episodes. So, A failed okay b did you even consider that this woman used to be brilliant when she was working for mi5 and then gone up to mi6 and whatever and now all of a sudden can't do anything and like fucks it up by oh, by it's, it's like just... making stupid decisions and then three like isn't she how, how like i know that everyone likes to say all oh, the bridge and all that it just doesn't you know because laura's obviously forgotten about it well it exists it's still there and on the bridge eve mm-hmm. was softer she was more in touch with her like feelings about villanelle they were dancing and now we still don't know why she's cold towards villanelle we still don't understand no. why that whole thing even happened and then villanelle gets shot in the end stupid and eve's like oh no and i'm like i'm like oh that that was the most insulting thing because if truly Dark Eve had risen, she would have not shown any emotion in that moment. And like it's just completely stupid that she did. Because of course she was going to, but then why put your character in that position where it's like she completely invalidates everything that she stood for for the past five episodes? It's the same with Villanelle. It's the same with Villanelle. They wasted two episodes on her being ultra religious, blah blah blah, God is good. Only to, like... End up nowhere. I mean, they show that she's changed, but, like, yeah, only to basically, like, completely, like, revert her. Like, I just... You could have done... I just don't get it. You could have done that whole thing, gotten rid of those two episodes, and just had her in therapy. Like, what... what, yeah. What is this? Like, what? what is this waste of time? I feel... The only thing I can come up with is that they're wasting time because they have no fucking clue what to do this season. Well... Like... Probably. And they're just trying to fill it up with other things. That's why new characters have been introduced. I think that's the thing. Like, when you waste two episodes on religious experience for one character... That comes to We didn't really see that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, then, you know, you've got one, two episodes as well where Eve is, like, dark Eve is rising or whatever, and she's really angry and really cold. And then it's like, you've only got a handful of episodes to do what you need to do. And it's like, what's the point of putting them apart if, like, they're not going to come back together until the final episode? Like, that's what it's going to come down to. And you know what? It's going to be so fucking bitter. Like, I don't even, like, even if, even if you told me that, you know, they're going to have this um, <clears throat> this big ending and they're going to be together mm-hmm. at the end, 
I'm sorry. I, I, sure, I'm going to keep watching. But I am so annoyed. Like, Mm. to me, everything hung on episode five. Mm. And now we're here. And it's just like, it's complete, it's just stupid. Like, and I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't understand why we need to, like, everyone, it's just that dumb thing. I, I, like, I think Laura Neal said, you know, we don't want them together because it's boring. You know, too Mm. much is boring. When was it ever boring? When they've been together. Even for extended periods of time. I know. That that has not even been tested. This is a hypothesis that has not been proven. No one has actually tested. They've never given them a chance. No, no one's actually like, you know, and I I will say it again. I say it all the time, okay? Season two is my favourite and they were together for like half the season. Okay? And it was fine. It was all good. It was all great. Okay? I enjoyed it. I loved it. I loved every bit. I was lapping it up. I was like, yum, 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 yum. Now we're here. <laughs> now we're here. We're getting none of them. And once again, we are scraping oh that God. burnt and banana bread off the bottom of the toaster. And it's just, we, don't, we didn't even get a crumb. We didn't even get a crumb in that episode. Like, all we got, she was unconscious. It's so funny. It is so funny. Like, this is actually, this is how we are progressing. Not only, first of all, it's not, okay, so this is, we're progressing backwards here, okay? So basically what's starting is they are together, they're at a fish tank and they don't want to talk to each other. Then this then third episode comes along and Villanelle's in her room and she doesn't get slapped this time, but she's completely ignored, okay? Then we get to now and it's, she's unconscious. What's going to happen next? She's dead? Oh my like, God. Like, what? Where are we going? <laughs> Can I just say? <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Okay. My little villainy shipping heart. I liked that end scene because I was like, oh my God, I'm finally seeing them sharing the same space (laughs) and Eve cares about Villanelle. But then as soon as you realise like what has led to that moment and how ridiculous it is, I'm sorry. She's bashing the table. (laughs) Alyssa, Alyssa is bashing the table. No, do it. You know me. Do it. it. Show it. Keep my emotions in, but I'm get get angry. (laughs) Get angry. Let out that alter ego. Okay. Let out Alundra. (laughs) Wow. Never heard of her before. It's your alter ego. Mine is Francesca, and yours is Alundra. Let it out. Alundra. Bash the table. Scream. Anyway, uh, sorry. Yeah, go on. No, but like, why the hell? Tell me, please. Oh. Why does Villanelle drop like a fucking stone <laughs> unconscious <laughs> when she's been hit in an, by an arrow? Like, in her back. It's, it's like, it's not in her shoulder. It's not in her heart. It's like, it's not in her like spine. It's just like. I mean, sure, it would probably hurt a lot. But, like, why does she drop, like, a stone and she's immediately unconscious? Well, it's probably because the guy is, like, laced with poison or some shit. But what oh, is this? Well, yeah, that what is this? Horizon Zero Dawn? Like, what What are we watching? Right, well, poison arrows. <laughs> yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. That would be better than what we're getting oh, now. No, it's because of the fucking hard, like, exposition they went into with the Cupid and Psyche. Yes, but... Why? Stupid. I don't care. Well, they don't think Greek mythology. Like, throw things out. Fine. Okay. 
fine. Yeah, but it's like Cupid's arrow is just like it's so on the nose. You know what? It's so funny. Like before I did this pod, I was like, I googled like um the most common mistakes you should avoid if you're a screenwriter. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like do not um do, do on the nose writing yeah like don't make it so obvious it's, for your audience i feel like i'm being bashed on and the i have head. said from day one that i want them to be clear th- but this is not what i'm talking no. about and yeah th- and they were talking about like don't put in needless scenes don't put in needless like the scene with villanelle and benita like i love a villanelle death scene like everyone mm. and i to be honest i love this flamboyant yeah. scene i thought it was great i loved it that she was like fucking putting a fire hose in his mouth love me. Yeah, i was like the, this is so fun however yeah. like i also didn't get what type of like weird like moral structure they were trying to you know make us believe with the villanelle is helping out the woman with a history of family violence like i was just like oh come on i really didn't like when villanelle said that line women don't stay silent forever or something like i i can't remember Mm, that was very i was like that doesn't that's not something villanelle would say like villanelle wouldn't Mm. say like that's such like a that's what you would say if you're like doing a speech to thousands of people or something yeah it's true villanelle has never like had a moral compass yeah this is why we like but she also but her feminism doesn't come from like pretty words or pretty sentences. It comes from mm-hmm. other things that she does. And when she does speak about feminism, it comes from like it's like when she slapped that dude in episode four. Like that was her display of feminism. You don't talk to me that way. Smack. Like, you know, if it's saying something Smack. like fucking women don't stay silent forever, great. Silent, I agree. Yeah. But like Villanelle saying that, totally out of place. Like I just feel like I'm watching people act. And when that final scene happened, when Villanelle dropped like a sack of fucking potatoes and Eve is running across like, oh my God, oh my God, right. Great acting by Sandro. Okay, excellent. She's always fantastic. Oh, great. I agree. She did really but, good like, acting in that Bloody scene. hell. For what she was given. Yeah. <laughs> but bloody hell, this writing, <laughs> this whole like direction, oh. all of it. It looked like even the editing, you were right. The editing looked so oh, the odd. Editing was it didn't make any terrible. sense. Terrible. Um, they put this weird song over it as well. I thought it would have been more powerful if they'd just let it be silent, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they had to put that song on. And I, I just, even just the way, like, you know, it's like, it's just dumb. And, like, you know, if the whole thing is meant to say, <sighs> Eve, like, you know, realized how she felt when, when Villanelle was in true danger, it's just so basic. Like, where is the, mm. where is the excitement? I feel fucking nothing. Apart from anger at the writing. Like, I feel <laughs> yeah. I'm an empty, hollow, like, you know, coconut. What did she say? An empty, hollow coconut with no milk inside? <laughs> I f- yeah. I'm done. I don't know. I feel like I'm in mourning. Yeah, same. Get the funeral garb. You know me. I, I really try and find, like, you know, the positive aspect. <laughs> But, and so the thing that is unforgivable to me is what they did to Eve's character. Like, the 12 stuff, I don't like it. I'll swallow it if you're going to be force it down my throat. Yeah. But Eve is like, yeah, they just destroyed her character. Like, mm-hmm. just how, I'm sorry, how is Eve surprised when she 
kidnaps Helen's fucking child. But Helen is not going to do the same thing yeah. back to her. I am sorry. So how do you it's how do you not expect retaliation? Stupid. It is. I'm sorry. You know what? Writing. This type of writing is pandering to the general audience yes. who don't know any better. Not to intelligent people who are like, we deserve better. Yes, and the general audience are likely, you know, I don't know, heterosexual <laughs> white men. Yes. Like, who, why are you trying to bring them in? That's not your target audience. Like, it's so. I feel like this show is for the girls and the gays and girl gays. Yes, it is. It one hundred percent is. It's, it's our for, show. It's not for the bloody and you can't change not the, it. Not for the critic white man person who's like, "Ooh, look at this interesting black and white." Look at this female no. French. Oh yeah, female friendship. <laughs> Stacy, they're lesbians. <laughs> Stacey, they're lesbians. We're talking about a meme about Sam Kerr and her girlfriend uh, uh, embracing on a soccer Stacey, beach and everyone was like, lesbian. oh, look at this lovely friendship. No, Stacey, they're lesbians. Yes. Exactly. Eva Villanelle are lesbians. If I don't see it, I mean... No, I... I, I said to oh you, I said to you a few days ago, I was like, I don't want to do the pot anymore. Mm-mm. I feel like an yeah. idiot. I feel like... You know, Laura made me believe in something and she cruelly took it away from me. And this this episode was a mess with a couple of, like, nice things in it, but it was mostly a mess. I, it is, it's poo, and then you have, like, Mm -hmm. a few, like, jelly beans kind of wedged in there. But you would never eat it because it's, like, it's covered in poo. Look. Again, I, there's this part of me, it's my, my writer's heart, which is like, I don't want to go so hard right now and be like, everything's shit, right? But I, I've been given mm. no choice. We have been saying every episode that we trust in Laura, we trust in her direction, we're confused, but it'll hopefully it'll sort itself out. When, when you get to this point and you haven't, I'm sorry, massive failure. Like, I, as a fan... As someone who cares about good storytelling, as someone who cares about these characters, I am flabbergasted how we are here. Yeah. I'm actually like so confused to the point where I cannot make sense of it all. And this is why I'm like, if she was having trouble with the final season, do what you know. And what you know is focus on even Villanelle. That is always going to be mm-hmm. a, a win for you right and you know yeah and like we had a discussion about this and i mean i've said from the beginning you can do a wonky 12 ending you can do a half ass 12 ending if you nail even villanelle most people will remember the show fondly there are you might say oh they didn't get the 12 right but uh, who cares not what i'm here for but if you do the opposite Mm, you're fucked if you do the opposite, you are actually like throwing your 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 show into the ground. It's like if, if Game of Thrones spent more time on their story than they did on their production. If the production elements were good, but like not to the level that they were, but you nailed the story, people would be like, what the fuck happened with production? But if you got Daenerys right, people wouldn't be talking about it like it was the worst piece of shit Oh, like you know how many years later mm. and I always compare this to Lost as well I know you haven't seen it but Lost is a perfect example of fucking up your plot 
like your your um your threads mystery um you know not explaining the powers that be very well at all completely fucking it up pretty much but you have done well by your characters so people feel like they can rewatch you need that mm-hmm. it needs to have some type of legacy i enjoyed lost even the last season i was like this is shitty like you know in terms of the plot but like the the last episode made me cry because it did well by the characters. Mm. That's my emotional investment. I'm not emotionally invested in the threads of mystery. I'm emotionally invested in the characters. So in the same way, mm. I, I don't, I'm not going to have any emotional response to the 12. You put them front and center. Even if you make sense of it all, I am not going to care at the end of the day. Because I have no emotional attachment. You fuck up even Villanelle. Emotional attachment gone. Done. The series is done. I will not want to revisit. I'm getting to the point now where if this doesn't improve, I cannot see myself actively going, woo, can't wait for a Kill and Eve rewatch. I don't mm, want to be there. Yeah. That sucks. It's one of my favorite shows. And, and, yeah, and because of this ending, if it had one more season after this, I wouldn't be as worried. I think that's the problem that I have as well. <sighs> like if you had a season five. It- I'm just like, mm. <laughs> you guys can't see on the pod, but I'm like descending into darkness. The sun's going down. And this is like how my yes, heart is feeling. So <laughs> like Alyssa and I are basically like, out, you can only see like our face, like an outline, but like the hair is like completely dissolved <laughs> into the darkness. Uh, it probably is like what happens. Like they probably thought they had a season five and then they didn't get one. So then pivot and, like... Rewrite yeah, it. Like, yeah, you had two years. Like, say, like, okay... Give it give it to Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Oh, Let my God. Read it. If... Would Phoebe, like, be cool with Pam sitting on a ride <laughs> for two hours? <laughs> Would she be cool with... Why am I seeing her getting dressed up? What is the uh, purpose of what, that? Why do I care about the and mortician? And once again, once again, you know, she's talking to this man... At a carnival. I know. Why with all the, the heterosexual stuff? I don't... What? Who do you think your audience is? I... Every... Nearly every episode... Nearly every episode we are watching some man-woman dynamic. Excuse me? I'm not here for that. Excuse me? Like, I don't want to watch another blossoming romance with Pam and some guy from a carnival. I don't care about that. Like... <laughs> I am just... No, I mean, look, we're going to see Pam come full circle. She's going to do something. She's like, going to do some shit. She's going to do something. No, but they're, they're obviously trying to, like, pick up the fact that she's this vulnerable character who's just been, you know, abused by her brother and her family. And so she's been recruited into this organization. And they're going to build her up to a point where she's going to do something to Villanelle and Eve. And Villanelle is going to do something, which means she's going to free Pam from the 12. That's what I think is going to happen. Why do I care about that? Exactly. How, why am I or you supposed to care about any of these new characters? How are we supposed to care about the black and white um, uh, characters that we saw? Flashback. I don't know. 1979. Like, like, you know, the black and white uh, uh, thing that they did. Right? Why are we supposed to care about all those actors that uh, we've never seen in mm. our life? Why are mm-hmm. we supposed to care about Pam? Why are we supposed to care? Why? I did not sign up I for know. an ensemble show. This show was pitched and like, and 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 uh, uh, when I read the episode description, when I first started watching, it was K 
Cat and Mouse. Sorry, let me burp. Cat and Mouse. Villeneuve and Eve. Sorry, Villeneuve. Villanelle and Eve. Villeneuve and Eve. <laughs> and like, you know, I was talking about how a, a deadly assassin is blah, 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 blah. And, and Eve has to find her, right? That was, there was nothing about the 12. Nothing. There was nothing about Pam. She only came now. Like, <laughs> I didn't see Pam. anything. I, why, who? There, I still don't know why she's here as we've been watching for five episodes. I don't know why she's here. Oh my god. I don't know why anyone's here. I don't know why she's here. Why is anyone here? What the fuck is a 12? What the fuck is it? Does anyone know? Does anyone actually know? No one knows. No one knows. And like, if you're trying to explain it, well, like, I still don't know. Ugh. And it's been like, you have like shoved a whole episode. I cannot believe that we watched a 50 minute episode. And it only had two minutes of Villanelle and Eve. And it was like right at the end. And like Villanelle wasn't even conscious. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? What the fuck are we doing? Alyssa, please help. Hold me. Give me a hug. I need some help. I'm, I, I'll I'm give falling you a apart. Hug. I'll give you I'm, a hug. I'm falling. I'm sorry. I'm patting your hair. I'm, falling. I'm patting your hair, sadly. I've fallen down. Come back. I've, Come I've back. fallen down. Come back. I've fallen down. You're, you're falling into um, Chloe's picture that she drew <laughs> in the water. Okay, I'm back. She drew a picture of a boat. What was the point of that? Oh, oh my God. Okay, no, look. I totally understand. I'm just like, you know, Francis. Mm-hmm. You know I'm protective of this yes. show. And I'm so fucking sad about it. Oh, Alyssa sent me this voice clip, dear listeners. Alyssa sent me I a was voice like, clip and she was not. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. What were you going to say? Oh, no. I, sorry to interrupt. I was just going to say that, like, you were, like, really talkative after the episode because you were so mad, which is fair, I was laughing, fair, actually. I was, I was laughing hysterically. Oh, okay. Remember? Yeah. But I was angry. I was angry laughing. Yeah, yeah. angry and laughing. Yeah. 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 But I was, like, sad and not laughing. No. <laughs> like... I was just like, I'm just seeing the death. Like, this was, like, it's it's not a Daenerys moment for me yet because we haven't gotten to the end of the season Mm yet. But I just, I just feel like I'm watching probably my, one of my top three favorite shows go down the toilet. And you know what? Like, I have heard enough of my friends saying season three is shit and then it jumped the gun and that killing eve isn't relevant anymore and i have gone to bat for this fucking Mm -hmm. show a billion Mm -hmm. times and i have gone no 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 like it's got another season coming they're gonna wrap it up and they it's gonna be stellar and it's gonna be anyway so i just feel like i am an idiot (laughs) (laughs) and i am just never gonna have trust or faith you're not look i i i don't think i don't think season three is it anywhere near as bad as what we're seeing right now? I don't. I think season three did have a lot. I, season three goes off the rails. Season three though. goes off the rails, but, I, but still, you had like the, I want to smell like a Roman centurion. You had the, yeah. the, the wedding scene. You had smell me Eve. You had the, you know, if you're fighting the bus, you had, um, mm. you know, like, the and you had the ballroom and the, the bridge and like, you know, like you had some, some, you know, but but yeah, as a whole though, that's it wasn't when you great. know when the title scenes they start going yeah, crazy in yeah, season yeah, three, yeah. and they're doing it again this season, and that's just it's chaos. It's just, just chaos. do it when you're in a location um, for fuck's sake. Why are you doing it for characters? Oh my gosh. Nothing makes like. I feel like I willingly need to admit myself into a psychiatric <laughs> hospital. But I, so 
a lot of people don't like about season three. I actually didn't realize this, but I spent some time recently, like going through the reviews for season mm. three. A lot of people didn't like that Villanelle was humanized. I didn't like it. I've I've said I I'm I'm so um torn. I think it actually ruined her character. Well, not ruined it, yeah. but I think it's really fucked up the direction because you humanize mm. her and then you have to make sense of her growth. Which means that now, mm-hmm. even like now, she's got her fire back and she's killing, but like, where's her human side now? Like, you know what I mean? It's so hard. It's like, isn't where's it? the. Ba- because, like, for me, for me, legitimately though, if even Villanelle were going to end up together, mm. which who knows if they even mm. will, like, she had to be humanized to an extent. Yeah. Because there had to be a changing of the power. Between yeah, but you them. should have given it to Phoebe Waller Bridge to do that and find a find oh, a way to do it. Hell. You yeah. know what? I'm just going to put it out there. I don't like that they've changed hands. No, neither do I. As much as it's great, because it's a cool idea, it doesn't no, work. No, it doesn't work because okay, you can. It's excellent for elevating female writers, right? But it has a, yeah, a negative effect because you change just, the tone. It makes it disjointed. Yeah, you change the tone every mm-hmm. single season because someone's writing their own story. And, like, the thing is, at yeah. the end of the day, this story should feel like it has the same tone throughout. So you can actually mm-hmm. change writers, but you have to keep, I think, maybe one head writer on. Or two at most. I've said, like, Emerald and Phoebe could have tag teamed or something. Um mm-hmm. But if you if you start, well, I think Phoebe probably got a bit big as well. Yeah, with Fleabag season two coming out around. Yeah, there. but it's such a quality show. You would hope that you know, like it just, mm. it should <sighs> have been protected. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I I liked Emerald be- Emerald being part of it because I think she's a really talented she's writer and director. Her, yeah, and and she wrote a re- reasonably good season. Um, but there was stuff in season two that didn't make sense either. Like the Alistair Pill thing, like that was really stupid. At the end of the day, I gotta be real. I loved I I I season two is my favorite because to me, the the villain Eve scenes in season two are second to none. They are the ones that I'm like, oh my god. When I think about the show, I'm like, this is what I love about the show. It's the season two. Oh, the one where the the one where she's in the morning. one where she's in she morning. The fucking like it just how far like even like you know when they had the the bug in the ear I'm like my god this is so like but but you've gone there oh wow that was, was like that was a sexy scene. I was like but you've you know gone what? they there. need to like capture naughty capture but you've done it you know I like that I liked that about yeah. the the season two it was just so like it took these like massive swings in this direction that like yeah it was like it was very. Um, yeah, it was just like very. It was steamy. I liked it. You know, season one didn't quite steamy. have that. Yeah, it did have it, but not to this level. Um, which is why I love season two. But season three, yeah, no steam. Not a lot of steam at all. Um, and season four, we have no steam. <laughs> Please. Oh my gosh! All we have is Eve fucking slapping the shit out of Villanelle, and Villanelle just being sad every oh, episode. Shit! I just. It this is. isn't fair because they they act their asses off. Like they are like so good still. It's not like I, they're like. Oh my gosh! You, I'm sorry. Jodie Comer has been called the next Meryl Streep. <gasps> like legitimately, that's not even me as a fan. Yeah. Like plenty of people have picked up on all of her performances. She's great. She is great. And they have said she is going to big places. Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Like basically did an interview where he just talked up about yeah. her for forty minutes when they did Free Guys. <laughs> no, like, she's great. You have like. Amazing talent. You have Fiona Shaw. Mm-hmm. You have Kim Bodnia. You have Sandra O. Oh, flipping the the top characters of this show. 
They are available as much as you need them, and this is what you do to them. Francis, I'm just going to turn on the light so I can be uh, enveloped in light. <laughs> I'm sitting in the dark right now. I, I, I'm going to stay in the darkness. So you can t- you turn on the okay, light. Okay, fair. I'm going to stay in the darkness because this is, this is what's going on. I'll turn on the light. Yes. As Alyssa's going to turn off the light, I'm just going to sing a song. It's going to go like this. To be oh. fair, the light, the light that I've got right now is like a hazy yellow, uh, orange, red glow. So it's, it's kind of my in-between state. It looks like there is a sun rising beside you. <laughs> I, I told the listeners that while you were gone, I was going to sing them a song, but then you came back and I... Oh, uh, what, what song was it, Francis? Is it going to encapsulate your, your, your feelings right now? Okay, go. Let's hear Hello, it. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come <laughs> to talk with you again. That's how we are. That's where I'm at. Mm. Do you appreciate the, uh, the, the sentiment of... Um, <laughs> I, this is mine, yeah, ready? Yeah, go on. <clears throat> Hello? <laughs> Where's Ipalashtri? <laughs> you know, I look, here, here's the thing. I I know that, you know, there's a lot of talk about episode six and <clears throat> that being the moment where things turn around. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of saying that. I To me, I'm like, it's already too late. I will, I, if they've got good things to give me, I will be like, good riddance. I'll be like, <laughs> finally, you fucking got there, right? But I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, they'll turn the ship around. They won't. They won't. It's going to be, it's going to. They, no, honestly, they, they have to like, they have to give me a villainy of love child. They can't I'm, do that. We are currently, for me to turn we are, my we're through. in the Titanic, we've hit the iceberg. Okay. This is where we're at. The iceberg has been hit and the alarm bells are blaring and people are playing the violin. I was about to say we are sinking and the only hope that we have left is the beautiful sounds of the violins and hopefully that will be the steamy scene that we are waiting for. <laughs> that is the while well, we are going yeah, yeah. down. <laughs> we are like we're going. We're we're done. And where we are hopefully we are drowning. There is a ship coming by to save us. We are drowning. Which maybe is Jodie's new series that she's doing. Yes, which she is playing another queer character. Which is like so cool. I love that. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Anyway. Yeah. So we are here and I'm a little bit tired Um, now after talking about this because it's not fun to talk mm. about and it's frustrating. And like, I know that I'm coming Mm. from mostly a place of like, I'm angry. I'm blah, blah, blah. No, your feelings are valid, man. You have an obligation that if your story is queer, which it 100% is, Mm That you do it justice mm-hmm. because as much as there is representation, it is still limited. With the relationships that oh, you do yeah, have, definitely. if they are if they are cared about by a fandom, please do them justice. It doesn't mean it has to be perfect. It doesn't mean they need to have the most happily ever after ever, okay? But please do mm-hmm. them justice. Let them be legit. Let them let let people enjoy it. Like don't don't take it away. If this was a straight relationship, I feel like they'd be having sex every three episodes, right? It's like, it's <laughs> legit, right? I haven't even seen one kiss. They like, haven't even, I'm, even I'm kissed sorry, yet. the bus scene was like, it was a peck. It wasn't a kiss. You know what they're going to do? They're going to get to like episode eight and like it's going to be the last 10 minutes and then they're going to have like music in the back. It's like, and they're going to be kissing. It's like the Sims music when they kiss, that like passionate music. And then that's going to be it. And we're all going to be like, wow, this is this is garbage. We deserve oh, more. Oh, God. 
We deserve We do. More. And like, you know, I know you've said in previous podcasts that, you know, she's writing her story. This isn't her story. This is a fan story. You have to do it justice. Mm. You can't like you you can write and be true to yourself and what you want to say while also making sure that you leave the fans happy. If you don't have your fans, you have nothing. You have to make sure that they are happy with this ending. You make sure the mm-hmm. cast is happy. You have to make sure that, you know, the story that you tell is legit and makes sense. And you have to make sure the fans are happy. And it's a hard thing to balance, mm-hmm. but it's not... But realistically, this show, as much as I said so much, oh, I don't, you know, envy the writers, I don't. But at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure anyone could have come up with a plot that made more sense than this. Like, I'm really... I'm absolutely... I'm beyond confused. Like I'm like I'm I have no idea why anyone thought this was a good idea. Who, how, why, when, where? Like <laughs> someone please like explain it all. I want to see the receipts. I need to see the receipts. And who approved this? <laughs> figure out why we are here. And yeah. I'm just a bit worried with like the just like, you know, going off on a, a, a side note here. I'm a little bit worried about the, like the, uh, what's the word? How, how, uh, literally they're taking a lot of this like mythology mm-hmm. because, you know, with the Cupid thing, she actually, she actually gets shot by the end with an arrow. Then mm-hmm. with the, the scorpion and the frog, they drown. Are they going to drown? Like, and then, and you know, with like Romeo and Juliet, all this symbolism for Romeo and Juliet, does that mean that? Eve's gonna think that something happened to Villanelle, so she kills herself, and then Villan. Like at this stage, mm-hmm. I'm like, you are literally doing, you are like, doing what these mythology mm-hmm. fables all are about. And I would yeah. not be surprised. Well, that's the thing; they're going hard on the symbolism yeah. this series, and it's and it's kind of like I would not be surprised. Never leaned into that. If before. we get into the end, and literally they end the season with some really weird death. Like, they both die some way. And it's like, okay. Well, do you know how the books finish? No, I don't. Oh, Tell okay. me. Is it a spoiler for the pod? Okay. I don't know spoiler if they're going to do this. if you don't want to hear it, uh, maybe fast forward. Yeah, if you don't want to hear how Villanelle and Eve finish up in the books, then just skip over 30 seconds. Yeah. It's going to take me 30 okay. seconds. So, in the books, basically, they decide to escape together. Millenelle fakes her mm-hmm. death, and they go and live off somewhere together. I can't remember where they live. I think they go and live in Russia or something. Oh, my God! That's, like, my ending that I wrote! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Uh, no, I actually, I wrote Alyssa a, um, a very quick breakdown of what I would have done for the final season, and it ended with them escaping to Alaska, and kind of just there, um... I just don't think you, I just don't think, like, look, to be fair, my breakdown was like, it, it, it was not great. But I'm just saying it made more sense than what we're seeing. Because mm. anything that involves even Villanelle right now, even if you gave, if you gave a two-year-old, oh, sorry, two years, a bit young, four-year-old, the option <laughs> to actually be like, hey, you know, these, Let me these think two, about this and write it out in a logical way. These two people are friends. What happens at the end? They'd probably say the friends are still together, right? No, I liked I liked your little breakdown. Look, um, at the end of the day, it's just I, I've stuck by the fact that I think that all of this should have, at the end of the day, been about even Villanelle escaping the 12 somehow. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only way you're going to get anyone to care about the 12. 
That would have made the most sense. If they if they are trying to escape the twelve and they're trying to track down Villanelle and kill her or something and kill Eve, yeah, because Eve's gotten too deep, then you can be like, oh my god, I hate the twelve because they're coming after my my beloved characters. Or like, yeah, or make the consequences actually mean something, Mm. like. The fact that Villanelle goes to jail and is bailed out literally two seconds later. Why did she even go to jail? What was Eve trying to achieve? Because if Eve knew that she'd just get out anyway, then why'd she send her it to jail? It was just all part of Dark Eve, I'm sure of it. Purely on a, like, if you're reading it, like, literally, like, put on paper in front of you in the simplest way possible. Like, they're, they're just flipping the dynamic between them. And they're making Eve have power that she's never had before. But, yeah, like... You also need to explain why she gets to that point. I'll believe it if I see the progression and I never saw it. I, Like, all I saw were a bunch of sweet moments that happened between Eve and Villanelle. But... Like, and I see them in this room at the end of season three where Carolyn, like, inexplicitly, like, shoots Paul instead of Constantine. Mm. And then they all just walk away, like merry as can be. Like there's there's nothing in that scene that shows that Eve is angry. No. I can't remember. Maybe there is, but I don't think it is on any great no. stretch. She doesn't look like she's fuming like she is no, now. But we also still don't know. And I remember I said in like no. episode three of our podcast, you were like, "We've been yeah, cheated." That we need a flashback to what happened. And what flashback did we get? <laughs> like we something got I didn't ask for. Like I just I don't. <laughs> I don't... And you and I remember you, you did even say, you were like, I don't like flashbacks, but I need yeah, one Yeah, I hate flashbacks. I actually think that eh, flashbacks only work if they're really, really earned in a story. Otherwise, it mm-hmm. feels lazy. And, like, you know, yeah. I just... Exposition dumps in any... Tra- like, it has to be done well. Exposition dumps sometimes have to happen, okay? Like, you know... Hmm. Yeah, like, sometimes there's no other yeah, way to show but, it, and that's but, fine. But do it wisely do it in a way that's easily digestible do it in a way that people care about like mm-hmm. you know all i know is that all i've seen after this episode is like fan outrage basically and it's just mm-hmm. why do you want to do this yeah like 2022 is hard enough like come on at least give us our fiction yeah. to be able to escape but give us our sexy times with with uh Eve oh Villanelle. my Where? gosh, that's all I like, need. Just get them in a fucking just, room. They talk about their feelings and then boom, done. Go. Oh my gosh, stop. Like, just hurry the hell up and, and ugh, it's so... Why are we still waiting for it? Episode 5 should have been their steamy times. Episode 5 should have been Villanelle's out of jail and they have a fight and then it's like... I need a fight between fight, them. Fight, 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 fight. Fight, fight, fight. And then they're like, they're like breathing heavily. <laughs> and then- I need heavy breathing. I, you know what though, that, that's just recreating what happened between Emily and Sue. And yes! Oh my God, you know I love But that. I need that type I of energy. I Alyssa, like the, one of my favourite parts about Emily and Sue. I don't know what this says about me, but it's true. One of my favourite parts about Emily and Sue was when Emily's angry at Sue and she's bashed her up against the wall. She's got her hand over her neck and I'm like, oh my God, and that is so it. hot. Just do it <laughs> Do you remember when I saw that episode? I ascended. Yeah. <laughs> I messaged you and I was like, wow, this is, I think I said this is a bummer. No, you did. No, Alyssa sent me a bunch of voice clips. She was having a, like, a damn near meltdown during No, because you, I, it's kind of what we've been talking mm-hmm. about. 
we have been starved yeah. of like good queer quality mm-hmm. representation for fucking years. Like, oh my gosh, I I'm gonna talk about the hundred oh, here. Shit. I really like yeah. Lexa as a oh, character. No. I love Lexa. And when her and Clark got together, I was like, this is sick because yeah. it works and they like have this cool Mm. dynamic and like it's completely organic and they just like had this little thing that developed over a few Mm. episodes then they finally have sex and literally the same episode they kill lexa and it's just like stray bullet not even not not even shot her what is this she is this this warrior woman she gets hit by a stray bullet Oh fuck! And it yeah. happened literally the next AI scene. Shit. Happened literally the next scene. I remember what I saw. They I literally like, they had sex, and the next scene she was oh, dead. That is the truth, it's man. So bad. They, yeah. Anyway, I mean, Killing Eve hasn't fallen to that level yet, but like, I mean, geez, they had Villanelle collapse like his fucking stone in this episode. Yeah, so, I look, you know, they just need they they absolutely one hundred percent ASAP. Like, and I mean, I don't want to see this in the final episode. You need to be responsible. They need, they need, like, you, you need to have, like, a Dickinson level, like, end of season two that, scene. Yeah. You need, like, a good five, ten minutes. Five, ten minutes of them just, just, like, yeah. first of all, get them to talk, get them to fight. Oh, my God. I just love it. I'm sorry. I'm just, like, I have this thing where I'm, like, yeah, we need a fight. We need them to have a fight. Fight. Fight, then feelings, confession of love, and then sexy times. Go have. Yeah, it needs to be fight. I love you. <laughs> now we're going, we're going to, to have. Like, we're going babies. to. We're going to really like. It's, they need to like do all of that. Like they need to, to feed each other in a bath. They're not they though because they've made Villanelle soft. They need to like you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I they need that. to lie in a greenhouse oh, covered by you know florals yes it needs to happen oh my gosh no dickinson legitimately blew me away because i mean aside from shows like the l Mm. word which i watched a little bit of like over over the years like i've never seen maybe it's getting better Mm. i don't know but i feel like i've never seen like a positive i don't know if they i'm trying to think of like what 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 i i I don't know how many queer sex scenes I've actually seen and sh- like off the top of my head. I think Shit's Creek is oh, another Shit's one, Creek. which really um has a really good like gay storyline yeah. there. But like, yeah, it's just it's few and far in between. That's why it feels so painful when this type of shit happens, and you're just like, am I gonna get the ending that the, the are we gonna get the ending characters deserve? Yeah, I don't yeah. know, Lara. Lara. What the fuck? Um. That's going to be my next. What the that's fuck? my next thing. It's Laura. What the fuck? That's that's my next thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, they just need to. They really, really need to give the fans it's what really they want. Sad. You know. And and yeah, I said to you the other day. You know, there's a fine line between like fan service feeling like you're just giving what the fans what they want and fan service making mm-hmm. sense of the story. She had like ten different ways to be able to give the fans what they wanted while also telling a good story. Like surely. You know, yeah, and it who yeah who like she had a team of writers, so I don't even understand why unanimously. Well, maybe it wasn't unanimous, but like how people thought this was a good way to go. I mean, look, we we are unless it was completely rushed. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have been. They might have had to rewrite a whole bunch of it if they thought they had longer than they had. But, like, I mean, we are – uh, the tricky thing is we're looking at something that isn't yet a finished piece of work. 
But yeah, the the longer it goes on, the more I'm like, you can't bring it mm. back because you don't have enough time to tell the no. story. Like, yeah, and you're right. Like, you know, as much as I'm trying to bat for this show, I'm like, you know, if if, if you do stuff up even Villanelle, like that's it. Like, if you season three is just going to be my canon ending for the characters. Yeah, the bridge. I, I mean, I've always no, said that was a good I'm ending just... for the for the actual show. I've always thought that it was. Even after I saw a season three, I was it's like... Ver- yeah, it's very, like, ambivalent. Yeah, but that's what you yeah. should have. Like, you should have that that, mm. that that ending that's kind of... I mean, that's the ending that they kind of should have, is nothing that's really super yeah. conclusive. Make it a bit mysterious, a bit ambiguous. Even yeah. if fans are like, but, but what happens but... next? Like, you know, it's better... Then giving it some stupid yeah. ending where I'm afraid they're both going to drown or something. I'm, I'm literally like, I'm afraid that the scorpion and the frog thing's actually going to happen. They're both just going to drown. Well, that could be how they fake their deaths, maybe. If they fake their but, deaths. And, if they, look. Because uh, we have seen it, if it might, I mean, like, the Lars guy, oh. whatever his name <laughs> is now. That's that's what he did. So they, they very well might do the same thing as parallel. <sighs> I think <laughs> big sigh. <laughs> I didn't even need this to be perfect. No, I no, need, no. I, mean, no. I loved for it to be perfect, but I, all I needed was just as much time as possible with Definitely. Eden Villanelle. That's all I needed. And if you fuck, I, I genuinely mean if you fuck up the twelve storyline, I would have probably not cared mm-hmm. that much. Like, yes, yes, it makes you a better show if you're able to tie up everything. But never, oh my god, never, ever. Do it at the expense of the characters, and not only the characters. If the plot is your characters, like, there is a difference between a plot and a character plot. Like, there is a plot where it's, like, you know, an actual, like, you know, there are there are plots that are about characters, and that's it. It is a character journey that you are watching. We are watching the journeys of Eden Villanelle. That is the plot. That's the plot. There is no other plot. Yeah, definitely. And, like, when you think about it, like, season three, like, yeah, there's been criticism... And, I mean, I personally liked it. A lot of people didn't. But the one thing that really captured the magic of Killing Eve was the final scene. And so, like, I don't understand Mm. why Laura didn't start from that as her foundation. Like, Mm. and just run off that energy. Like, that's the biggest thing here. Like, we shouldn't have had a time jump. We absolutely shouldn't have had a time jump. It goes back to the fact that I don't think they knew what to do with them. But, um... I've had, like, visceral, emotional responses to not very many Killing Eve scenes at all, but I did for that season three finale, the ending scene. Yeah. And and oh. I just, yeah, I just can't believe that they've just lost that magic, like. I loved the ballroom scene. I really yeah, did. like. I thought it was so Some tender. really nice scenes there, and it's like, yeah, I just, mm. Mm. sad, really, um, but it's sad. Just want to throw in a friend of the pod. Uh, oh, hey, Zoe, Zoe. Uh, said to, said to me that she wants you and I to rewrite season oh, four and let's write then a reenact fiction. it on the pod. Oh, okay. <laughs> she wants us to, to do enactment on the pod. Maybe what we'll do is we'll do a bonus episode after um, episode eight airs, and we'll say we'll do a what we wish had yes. happened. Okay, and... we'll put some serious thought to it. Yeah, and we'll both like I'll take my three. That's very kind example, and actually, Zoe had some great reactions, which you should. Yes, <laughs> I I screen I was screenshotting. She's very angry. Yeah, Zoe was not happy, but it, nobody's happy. I think that we have to. 
I'm not going to say that I have any hope anymore. No, we can't. I'm sorry, yeah. it's done. Um, I'm not going to say you, that I'm. I'm sorry, you, to turn you ruined your main character. Like, I don't have yeah. hope either. Yeah, but what I will say, <laughs> what I will say is that I'm going to come into episode six with my clown makeup on. I'm going to. Watch Are you going to be dressed like Bill and Elwes and the clown in season yes, two? Yes, I am going to no, wear a funeral garb. Yeah. I will wear a veil. I will wear a black dress, mm-hmm. and I will watch through eyes of sadness. Um, I just feel like we have been. I'm. I'm just gonna say this. I'm gonna be as real as and honest as possible. I feel like they have really, really, one hundred percent let down the fans, and I. It, that really upsets me. And it's not just because, it, yeah, it's not my enjoy my enjoyment. Primarily, this isn't a subjective opinion. Objectively, they've strayed away from their plot, and they fucked mm-hmm. it up. And that, and and that's where you have to say, you know, I would just hope that there is a way to salvage this show. But I think the biggest mistake here was just, yep, if season three fucked over the way that you were going to tell your story, then abandon ship, go back to center. I just feel like she should have started from the bridge. They could have walked away from mm. each other. And then, like, the next day that Eve could have, like, contacted her. And then they go from there. Like, there's, you know, like, like make it happen immediately. What, like, what? we have no idea what's happened in the time jump. No one even knows the time jump. The minute that they no one knew the time jump, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, definitely. The minute like, that we, the first, if, if, the first scene of them in season four includes a slap, it's like, you've jumped the gun. Yeah, it's too much. Anyway, <sighs> yeah. Um, should we wrap up? Because we should wrap we up. I just, wa- I did want to make. We barely even actually spoke no. about the episode. But... I, so because of that, I wanted to like make a special note of the scene with Villanelle and Constantine, because this was the highlight yes. scene for oh, me. Oh, that was nice. That was yeah, nice. It was, was really nice, scene. and it's and it's just yeah. before Sweet. the you know the uh, drop dramatically to the crown scene. Um, Ugh, yeah. but I think that there was this interview where, um, Kim Bodnia was talking that Jodie improvised a moment. And I think that was the moment that she improvised uh, and it's, you know what, that uh, should have, if that's true, it should have been written into the scene cause it's just perfect. And I, I just perfect. loved that whole scene. Um, and that sort of captured a bit of killing essence because I was waiting for Villanelle to kill him, you know, yeah. and that's. That's how I like that character best, where she's unpredictable. Um, mm. So, yeah, I just wanted to give that a special mention because it was basically the one scene that I really enjoyed from start to finish in this episode. And it yeah, was. We're, we're trying to end on a yeah, high note. Yeah, we'll end on a high note. But, yeah, look, like, you know, I basically heaved a huge sigh after this episode. The writing is just lackluster, makes Eve seem so stupid. Though there was a bit of Jesus imagery. Just before Villanelle gets shot in the heart. Yeah. But anyway, yes, we should wrap it up because this is like one hour, 23 of us being sad and angry. (laughs) Hey, hey, people need to hear the truth. Yeah, you know, it's true. And uh, the authentic reaction to to what's going on. And I'm pretty sure this is going to happen across the board. Oh, one thing I wanted to Um, like, did you see that it was Kim Bodnia's son who played him in the flashback? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That was the one bit of casting they got right for the flashback. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back next week to talk about Mm -hmm. episode six. Um, Hopefully, Eve and Villanelle spend more time together, which I've heard that they will, but honestly, Mm -hmm. to me, it's just like, at this stage, I'm so emotionally taken out of this whole thing that... Eve and, uh, sorry, uh, Jodie and Sandra have such amazing chemistry that I'm sure when they're together, I'm still going to feel something. Um, The problem is, you know, a performance can only do so much with bad writing. Mm. Um, You need to have both. And I actually, I've always thought like, you know, if if you weigh up which is more important, performance or writing, obviously it's a marriage of both, but I just think you can be the best performer in the world, but if the writing is poor... It is just not like you can't do anything to translate yeah, that shit. You know, like the writing has failed, Sandra O especially, um, and definitely failed Jody, and um, it hasn't really failed Fiona Shaw. If you excuse like the flashbacks and stuff, she had a strong episode. Yeah, and I she think, is a great but, but, credit to the show as well. But she is. But her, it's not about yeah. her. It's not supposed to be about mm. her. But anyway, 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 um, listeners, thank you for tuning mm-hmm. in. Uh, we will be back uh, next week. We will be back toot sweet. And toot sweet. Toot sweet. Um, and yeah, uh, we'll I see am what still the energy is like descending into darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah Francis you know, is sitting will... in darkness. I'm sitting in a little tiny bit of light, but it's mostly darkness also. Yeah. <laughs> we hope that there is some. Light something to gain Mm. from these final three episodes um anything they do from now is just gonna have to be strongly uh uh left in the hands of Jodie and Sandra bringing as much as they can to very lackluster writing and a very lackluster season Mm -hmm. so anyway anyway um thank you for tuning in thanks for tuning in and we'll see you all soon and we will see you later alligator in a while Crocodile. Goodbye. 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 House of Tapestry. Goodbye. House of Oksana out. House of Oksana. House of Villa now. And goodbye. Goodbye.